What if you could have an inexpensive and electricity-free clothing steamer that you could take with you when you travel? That would be a game changer in the travel space to not have to worry about dry cleaning or ironing your clothes in a cruise ship room or a hotel room. Well, Ari Hirsch, the founder of InstasteamPod.com has developed this exact product. He shares his story on the development, but also how he has built the successful company behind this really cool product. Welcome to another episode of the Harvest Growth Podcast, focused on helping consumer product companies, inventors, and entrepreneurs harvest the growth potential of their product businesses by teaching cutting-edge marketing strategies and interviewing successful marketers, as well as product marketing experts that share their stories to inspire you to achieve hyper-growth for your own business. I'm your host, John LeClaire, founder and CEO of Harvest Growth, and I believe that if you want to make your product the next household name, you just need to follow the right plan and that even the best products struggle to succeed when they step away from proven strategies that work. If you'd like to learn more about what we call the perfect launch process for marketing products, check out harvestgrowth.com. And if you still have questions on how you can implement this process for your business, you'll see a link on our homepage to set up a free consultation with one of our product launch specialists. I'm excited to have on the show with us today, Ari Hirsch, who is the founder and owner of the InstaSteam Insta product. You can find out more details about this product at InstaSteamPod.com. Of course, I'll share the full website address in the show notes for this podcast. Um, I'm going to let Ari really explain what this product is. It's something you got to see to believe. It's super cool, but let's, let's kick it off and, and let Ari tell us exactly what is the InstaSteam. Ari, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And so tell us about the InstaSteam. How does it work and what does it do? Um, so the InstaSteam is a little pod that you fill with water and you insert at the bottom of your garment bag and zip it up and it steams your clothing for you. So I, I mean, I, I have one right next to me that I can show you. Um, they're little, they look like this, they're little pods. You literally, you tear it open and you fill it to the water fill line. It, gets, it sits at the bottom of your garment bag and within about 30 seconds, it starts, you know, full on steam and fills up the garment bag with steam and releases the wrinkles in your clothing. Um, so that, that's the way it works. Um, and then, uh, and, and then it's customizable based on the, you, you could leave it in for a certain amount of time, you know, based on the thickness of the clothing, you could put in two pods if it's something that needs more steam. Um, but that, that's the way InstaSteam works. And, uh, it's, it's something that I came up with while, while I was traveling because, um, InstaSteam is electricity free and non-flammable. So it's a uh, safe for traveling on airplanes and cruise ships. Um, um, and that, 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 that was my main goal with InstaSteam was to make it uh, travel friendly, um, not just another clothing steamer. Yeah, I and I love that. I've got to say from personal uh, desires or use, you know, my own travels, especially on cruise ships where it's yeah. really hard to even track down an iron. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't or you yeah. pay all this money to get it steamed or whatever. I've done this little trick where I turn on the hot shower, put my suit and dress shirts in there for like an hour, which is such a waste of water, right? But I'm like, yeah. what else do I do? Especially I've done a few cruises where I present to, you know, an audience of entrepreneurs, et cetera. We kind of do this business cruise as it were. Um, yeah. Anyways, but what a cool concept, uh, not just for cruise ships, but for any form of travel where 
steamers or irons are either hard to come by or difficult to wield, just kind of a pain. I, so personally, for me, I'm a big user, user of steamers, like in my home. So that's how I steam my own dress shirts, you know, most mornings or I do it for the week or whatever. So I'm kind of used to the concept. But for those that might not be, how does it differ from, how does it differ to using a steamer like yours versus ironing, for example? Um, so, well, the, the, the main difference, I mean, one of the main, main things that people should know is that, you know, ironing is a lot worse for your clothing. So you're actually putting direct heat onto your clothing with that metal. It's actually ruining the fibers in your clothing. It, they don't last as long when you iron. Um, and then the, the, the main, the main difference is the convenience of it. Uh, an iron, you're going to have to set up, put out the ironing board. Um, you have the danger of burning yourself and it, it just takes forever to, to, you have to make sure everything's flattened out and you're, you're, you're ironing it out. With InstaSteam, you're, you're literally taking your shirt, taking your pants, hanging it in the garment bag, putting the pot at the bottom, zipping it up, and you can, go, you can walk away, finish getting ready, write an email. You can do whatever you want, meanwhile. Um, so you have, the, you have the safety, you have the convenience, um, but just overall, just better. So, so um, how, many, how many garments can you put in the garment bag at one time? Can you put like several shirts and pants to steam all at the same time? So that's a great question. You know, a lot of people ask that and a lot of people make that mistake in the first time, um, especially if they don't read the instructions. Um, you're, you're not supposed to put more than one in the garment bag at the same time. If you're doing like a really thin button down shirt and you use like two pods or it's, or something like really thin, sometimes you could put like two, two shirts inside. Um, I think we've had people do two or three at the same time if it's really thin and they said it worked. Um, but we try to, we suggest, you know, to only put like at most one or two just to allow the steam to get out the wrinkles. Um, the more you pack in there and the less time you, less, you know, steam you let to go onto the clothing, it, it doesn't allow all the wrinkles to come out. So um, we suggest to, to do it as safe as possible, but it's, it's really customizable. Like people, once you use it, you can figure out how you want to use it and how it works best for you. So if you feel like, you know, it's good enough for you to, to put two in at the same time or three in at the same time, go for it. Um, but uh, yeah. So, and you basically put the pod and for those who aren't watching the video, didn't see him already hold up the package to see it. You can go to the website again, instasteampod.com. There's a video up at the top that shows how this works. And you basically put the pod inside the garment bag at the bottom and, and zip it up to seal it in there. Once you do that, how long does it take typically to, to iron out all, or just steam out all the wrinkles? Uh, so depending on the type of clothing, um, from something thin to something thick, it could be anywhere from three to five minutes. You know, you zip it up come back a few minutes later and it should be steamed and, and wrinkles should be out. Um, sometimes if it's something, if it's like a tougher material or something too thick, um, either you'll need to put it in an extra pod or maybe leave it in for some extra time just to, you know, let it release those wrinkles and let the moisture do its work. Um, but on average about three to five minutes. And I'm, I have to say I'm fascinated by just watching the video of how this works. Does it, is it hot to the touch? I mean, how do you put this, you put obviously water into the pouch, zip yeah. it into the garment bag, as we said, is it, is it, it is hot steam, just like a regular steamer? Uh, yeah, so it's actually hot steam coming out of it. Um, the, that was one of our main, that's what took us the longest to, to kind of design the pods. Once, once I came up with the concept, once I designed it, um, my, my next, you know, um, you know, goal was to make that pod not uh, like warm enough for people to hold without burning themselves. Um, so what I did is I had to design it with, you know, plastic that didn't absorb heat as much. I had to put like an insulation inside because um, the, the actual minerals inside heat up the water to about two, 300 degrees um, at its peak. Um, so, which is an, enough to burn somebody. Um, so if you were to put your hand on top of it, 
you know, maybe like a couple inches off, you would definitely feel the heat coming off. Um, otherwise, if you touch it, if you put your hand a little bit further up, um, it won't burn you. Um, we designed it to be as safe as possible. So really on the inside, it's going to two, 300 degrees, but on the outside, it's just, it's warm. You know, you can hold it from the tabs, from the bottom, um, won't do anything to you. That's cool. Um, and I always thought it was, you know, as I steam my own garments, it's, you know, I, you have the little handheld steamer that it's really hot coming out of that, but it's not the heat yeah. that does it. It's the steam. Cause you know, as I've done this in cruise ship bathrooms, right. With, it, yeah. By the time you're standing out there, it's just wet air at the end of the day. It doesn't need yeah. to have the heat in order to get yeah, exactly. Out, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how, the, the heat actually, yeah, so, well, the, the, so the heat actually helps. So the difference between a uh, regular steamer and this, you know, a regular steamer, once the steam kind of comes out, it cools down pretty much right away. Yeah. Um, and it'll just be like wet steam touching your clothing. Um, with InstaSteam, the difference is that the steam comes out and it, it does cool down um, after it comes out, but it's actually filling the, the garment bag with steam. You can sometimes you can actually see the garment bag like expand a little bit, maybe blow up a little bit. Um, and it actually, you'll, if you touch the garment bag, it'll actually be pretty warm throughout the garment bag, um, which actually helps release the wrinkles. So it's not just the steam, it's actually that heat um, that actually helps you know, release the wrinkles at the same time. So it's has like similarities to an iron and a steamer at the same time. Um, so that's the difference. Very cool. So this yeah. seems like one of those ideas where a, a normal lay person could have the idea, but have no idea how to develop it. Right. So how yeah. do you have a background in engineering? How did you figure out how to not have the idea only, but also make it work? Yeah. Um, so my background, I, I originally was going to go to, into engineering that I, I started college, you know, I think I was going to go into engineering. I started taking, you know, my, the physics, the chemistry, you know, the um, calculus and all those classes for engineering. Um, and I realized I didn't like it. Um, I still, I love my, I really love design. I love math. I love, I love being creative. So I thought engineering would be a good option. But um, once I, st once I started school, I, I realized that it wasn't for me. Um, so I sat down with a college counselor, switched to, to business. Um, and then actually like bef right before college, I actually, I, I traveled and studied abroad a little bit. Um, and that's really where I came up with the concept. Um, I was traveling a lot, you know, through Europe and I, at a lot of these places, you know, either like smaller hotels and different places. I didn't, I wasn't, I was backpacking. So I, I wasn't bringing like a travel steamer with me cause I couldn't like bring it on the plane with me everywhere. Um, a lot of the places I was staying at didn't have options for me to steam my, or iron my clothing. And, you know, I, I was in Europe, so I, you know, I don't know where the dry cleaners are and I didn't want to have to deal with that. It's expensive also. Um, so that's, that's when I came up with the concept and I realized I have a garment bag with me. There's no good options. Um, if somehow my garment bag could steam my clothing inside, I could take it out when I get to my destination and put it on, you know, that would be amazing. Um, so that's when I came back, when I came back to the States, came back to LA, um, you know, and I, I, I was in college, you know, I switched to business. Um, you know, I had this concept, I, I made a sketch video, I showed it to person sitting next to me on the plane, I showed it to different people that loved that, loved the concept. So when I got back, I, I, I started working on it, I, I had to figure out how do I create steam and a garment bag? Um, cause it's, it's a cra it's a pretty cool, crazy concept that, you know, you're like, how does that work? Um, so I, I started with coils in a garment bag, you know, plugging it into the wall. I, I tried everything. Um, and eventually I, you know, once I came across the minerals that I'm using now, you know, I started modifying them, you know, figured out how many grams, how much water. Um, I don't have a background in chemistry aside from high school. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I did a lot of Googling, a lot of, you know, talking to other people that, um, with experience and, um, you know, figured it out on my own. Um, and after a lot of testing, I was able to create InstaSteam, um, you know, and create it, make it into a product. Um, that's, that's really the, the story of InstaSteam.
But what a cool story. And it's, it's, I think it's inspirational to think about it that way where so many entrepreneurs or business product marketers will get stuck thinking, Hey, I've got this cool idea, but I have no idea where to get started. And you know, yeah. sometimes it takes, you know, some things may be, may be even more complex and you just need to find the right resource or partner to work with. It does have the expertise, but other times it's about being scrappy and just figuring out as much as you can along the way. And it's, it's inspirational, as I said, to see what you've yeah. done without the yeah. background and education in this or experience. Yeah. And, and create this really cool groundbreaking product. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was literally, when I was creating InstaSteam, I, this is my, the first product that I actually came out with. You know, now I've, I've, I've got, I've had the privilege of getting experience in a lot of other businesses and helping other products, you know, come to market. But um, this is my first, my first product. And uh, when I first started, I was buying bags of cheese at the market, you know, emptying the cheese, using that plastic bag as, you know, the pod and, know putting everything together with all these materials i can find and that, that's how i was making it in the beginning until i was able to you know get some funding and really you know create the first product um you know i was one of those classic entrepreneurs just you know in my in my room in my bathroom just testing and buying all these you know little materials and putting it together myself um but yeah it's pretty cool it's a, i i'm convinced that a, a high percentage of michael's revenue so the michael's craft store is actually yeah. entrepreneurs buying stuff every time it's five i've done the same thing so many times there <laughs> yeah. come up with ideas or these craft ideas to, or whatever it might be and as you said grocery stores just you yeah. buy that's a great way to do it is buy something that's existing obviously that's not you're not going to mass market it that way but to get yeah. testing done yeah you figure out a product that's got 80 percent of what you need take yeah. it apart you know, take your components and you know even electronics can be done that way it's it's a it's a great way to get started that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. What did you see? What was your first big breakthrough success? Um, so, the, the, you know, the first big breakthrough I would say would be once we launched it and I was able to get onto Home Shopping Network and we launched on Amazon and um, we were starting to do some campaigns. Um, I, I, it was cool to see all the, 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 the interest that people had and, you know, the, that people loved the idea and we, we sold all over the world. We sold in Australia, we sold in Italy, um, in the United States, you know, all over the place now. Um, and I guess the cool, the biggest breakthrough was, was that, that initial launch and seeing my, my idea and my product go from, you know, a product that I had sitting, you know, in, in my room doing nothing to now being sold and people using it and loving it. Um, that, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, and I home shopping network was, was probably one of our first biggest, um, opportunities to, to get it out there. Um, so that was definitely our, one of our biggest big breakthroughs. I, you um, know, we've done, I don't know how many, but dozens of products over the years of our clients products on HSN or QVC. Yeah. And it's a great place to start. I mean, they, people don't realize that they're very much like a retailer, right? Where they'll take the risk, yeah. they buy inventory from you. And if it doesn't sell, you buy it back. Right. But it gives you the chance yeah. to really advertise and you're not paying for the opportunity to do that other than the cost of inventory, which of course you own yeah. unless you sell it through. So I'd say that's great that we'll have to dig up your archives of your, of your videos and watch those and, and see yeah, the performance yeah. I just said. What was it like being on there the very first time? So I actually, so I, I, I did like one video. The other times I had an, another guest for me because um, it, it was filmed in Florida and I'm based yep. in LA. So it was just it yep. was too crazy to go back and forth. Um, but uh, it, it was pretty, that was my first time like, you know, talking to that many people being, you know, doing that type of stuff. So I was really nervous in the beginning. I froze the first time. Um, but uh, after I got used to it, it was, it was really cool. I loved it. You know, now I love speaking to people. I used to be really shy. Um, yeah. And now I love, I love speaking to people. I love you know, helping people. Um, so it was definitely a really cool experience for me. 
That's fun. It's a, it's a yeah. unique room being in there. I've actually never been yeah. in front of the camera at HSN. We've had many clients yeah. that have, so I've been in the room and it's kind of funny. I had, you've got robotic cameras that are in there. There's actually very yeah. few people in the studio with you during the yeah. filming. So you, it's, you almost don't realize that there's, if you don't think about it, that there's millions of yeah. people behind the camera yeah, exactly. that are watching this yeah. on their TV sets. That's good. Yeah. So what was your, what's your biggest trial or challenge that you've had to face as a business so far? So I think our biggest challenge is being a new product and a new concept, um, which makes our marketing a lot harder. Um, that would definitely be our, our biggest challenge. Uh, you know, a lot of the, the regular marketing channels, like steaming your clothing is not a new concept. There's steamers, there's irons, there's dry cleaners. You would think that, you know, how hard can it be to market a new steamer? You know, people know what it is already, but because we're a new concept and a new way of steaming clothing, we have to teach people how to use our product. We have to teach people what it is because it looks completely different also. So our biggest challenge is, is figuring out the marketing channels that work to be able to sell our product because the normal ones don't, um, don't work. We, like, you know, we, we tried social media marketing in the beginning, but because you're doing such short videos or, or still ads on there, it doesn't, it doesn't give enough information for people. We, we, got, we, got, we got tons of clicks and tons of interest. Um, but it wasn't converting enough for us because it wasn't giving people enough information and making people feel comfortable enough to buy the product. Um, so that we did a lot of influencer marketing and, um, and then TV. And I think that worked the best for us because it was, it was people, people were watching, you know, different influencers and, and TV that they trusted already and that they see products that they buy from all the time. Um, so people were more comfortable buying it from there, seeing the demonstrations and seeing how it works and seeing other people talk about it, that, that worked better for us. Um, and as, as we grow the product and the brand and, and, it, and people recognize it more and, and know what the product is, you know, obviously the, the marketing channels will start to open up and they'll, they'll all start to work. Um, but our biggest challenge in the beginning is, is definitely, you know, figuring out how to, how to get the message across to people and, and, and the cheapest and, and, and in a way that we can convert the most. Um, so marketing has probably been our biggest challenge so far. And that's a common answer really for brand new products, especially like yours. You know, a lot of the interviews that I do and the products that we work with in my business, Harvest mm -hmm. Growth are, are like yours, very new. And it's, it's a constant challenge, A, to figure out, okay, how do we educate the audience in the right way? How do we get the message across that they know they need this and what this is, right? They may know they have a need, but they are not looking yet for a problem solver, right? They're not yeah. looking for the solution because they just are used to dealing with it. Because it's, you know, it's, who would have thought, frankly, that you could do this without electricity? You could steam an article of clothing anywhere in the world without any electricity. It just doesn't sound possible almost, yeah. right? Until you really, exactly. now you get it. Like you've explained it. It's very simple and what you've done. And now it is, right? After a lot yeah. of work developing it. So it's getting yeah. over that hurdle of education is, is a common uh, problem or challenge in the, in the very beginning. So it's, yeah, it's, it's good that you've yeah. overcome that for sure. Yeah. If you look back at your business, so if you kind of rewind now to the very beginning, is there anything you'd do differently? Um, you know, I, I, manufacturing was probably, uh, first of all, I hate manufacturing. It's the, it's stressful. I have to be up at midnight, you know, I'm waking up in the middle of the night and texting my manufacturer, you know, it's, it's just not, not my favorite thing. Um, so manufacturing, I'd probably, I've, I've definitely had made mistakes with manufacturing where I wasn't, I wasn't specific enough. So I messed up one of my orders or, um, I had to remake an, or I had to have them remanufacture re something because they didn't print it right or whatever. So manufacturing, I'd, I definitely now with that, my experience, I'd go back and be a lot more careful and, and specific. And, and, uh, I, I would, I would definitely uh, do my manufacturing a lot better and more efficiently. Um, cause I definitely, it was more expensive in the beginning. 
Um, it took more time. I had to have more people helping me. Um, and even, uh, even though I figured out now I figured out how to make it a lot more efficient, you know what I could have done. The, the, it's not like I couldn't have done it the first time. I just didn't know how to do it. Um, yeah. so manufacturing is something I would go back and, and do better. Um, and then I guess I, uh, m- money management is always a, a big thing in a company, especially when you're a startup. Um, there's a lot of things where I look back and I'm like, did I really need to spend money on that? Um, you know, could I have done something differently? Um, so, you know, obviously being a new company and, and being a new entrepreneur, you're excited, you know, I want to do this marketing. I want to do that. I want to spend money here and there and do all this stuff. And you end up, your, your money, you know, goes like extremely quickly. Um, so I definitely go back and, um, be a lot more careful and strategic with, with the capital that we have to make the company successful. Um, I guess many manufacturing and, and money management would be the two biggest things that I would, yeah. uh, yeah. It's great advice. And I, I would almost add to that. I think, you know, in my opinion, in my experience, everyone has things they do well and things that they don't, don't enjoy or don't you know, have a passion for or don't understand well. Yeah. Right. And so for you, that's manufacturing for me. Similarly, I don't, I, I don't like that yeah. side of the business. And so you can, you know, in the early days, even you can find partners that to work with that are experts in that. And that's what we do with our, our clients because we're marketers, right? That's all, that's what we specialize in, but the manufacturing side, it's finding the right people or companies that really do have that passion, but also that expertise. And they can, they can shortcut a lot of the problems you might run into. And I, I think you're kind of alluding to this where, you know, if you, you, you can do a lot on your own and frankly, you have to, as a new entrepreneur, you have to do a lot on your own while cash is tight in the very beginning, but certain things are worth spending a little bit of money on realizing that you probably end up spending more through mistakes than you might by hiring an expert on not in everything, right? No business can afford to hire an expert in everything on day one when they first launch. But if it's, if manufacturing is your weakness or the thing you don't have interest in, you know, if that's where you probably spend your money, it sounds like that's what you're saying. I think um, to some extent. Yeah, no, definitely. And you know, I, I think that, you know, obviously it's impossible not to make mistakes and I'm not saying mistakes are bad. Um, cause you, you learn from your mistakes and that's how you grow and you become better. Um, so obviously I'm, I'm happy that I learned from my mistakes and now I know how not to do them. Um, but it would be nice to go back and not, not make all those mistakes. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Well, I, the, the nice thing is I think as you've said this, one of the important steps or what I see in the most successful entrepreneurs, you know, like yourself, you're having success because you can look back at mistakes and learn from them. Yeah. Many, many can't, many don't take the time to analyze, okay, I'm having trouble here, but I don't know why. So if you can just yeah. pause or slow down and figure that out and readjust, then absolutely. Now you're not yeah. going to do this same problem or same mistake next time. That's good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely a big thing to, to really just pause and, and, and have the patience to just look at what you're doing. And if you did something wrong to like analyze it, look at what you did yeah. wrong and fixed it. Um, a lot of people, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, that, I think probably one of the biggest things why businesses fail is probably because they, it's too hard for them and they give up um, rather than learning from their mistakes and just growing the business and becoming better at it. Um, yeah. You know, you have to get through it. So I agree. Yeah. Well, this has been a really fun interview. Ari, is there anything I haven't asked that you think would be of value to our listeners? Um, no, I think we, we went through a lot. Um, and we, we talked about the product a little bit. So, Well, good. I'll, I'll jump in then and, and mention before we started this interview, you're nice enough to do a couple things for our listeners, which I think is really exciting. One is if anybody goes again to the website, instasteampod.com. And again, I'll, I'll post that in the show notes as well. So you have the URL. If you use promo code harvest, H-A-R-V-E-S-T, 
you'll get a 15% discount off of any purchase. So I encourage listeners, please go, please go check it out. At a minimum, you know, again, if this is not a, a, pro, a product for you, if you don't travel a lot or don't have a need for it or whatever, at least go to the website. You've got to see the video that Ari has put together at the top of the page just to see how this works. It's, it's really it's really cool. You got to see the video. That's all I could say about it. And then Ari is also offered to do a giveaway, which is really exciting. So he's going to give away a free Insta Steam to one lucky listener. And all you need to do is message him from any platform. So feel free to send an email through the website or through Facebook, you can message or through Instagram and you can find out. Or, you know, yeah. or, go, go or Twitter also. Uh, Twitter, Twitter also is fine. Yeah. And you can find him on any of those platforms just by searching Insta Steam or start off at the website and go from there. But just send your name and email address and you'll be entered into a random drawing to be able to win a free Insta Steam. So you can not only see it, but actually try this out for yourself. So again, I encourage everyone to go definitely reach out to Ari and his company, go for the, uh, try to get a free uh, giveaway from this. But otherwise, you know, please support as we're all trying to support each other in this, in this economy, these other small businesses, you know, please at least check out our website, uh, his yeah. website of instasteampod.com. Well, Ari, thanks yeah. again. I really appreciate your time on the show today. No problem. I mean, that, that was uh, what you mentioned that I, I forgot about the COVID-19 right yeah. now, but um, that was something that, uh, we could I could have talked about a little bit also is how a lot of businesses are have to either shift to be more successful now due to COVID nineteen or are, you know have, are struggling right now. Um, you know, with with us, we definitely had our struggle in the beginning, but we kind of figured out that Insysteem is not just in the travel industry because all our travel industry stuff kind of you know paused for this for this moment. Um, but we we realized like all the dry cleaners are shut down. You know, people are stuck at home. People don't want to be going out. Um, so we, we actually, we, we sent, we had, we sent out instincts to custom clothing companies that, you know, give it, that usually pay for their customers dry cleaning, but now they can't. So we sent out Insta Steams to give to their clients and, you know, people that are at home and can't go out, we have Insta Steams, you know, for them. Um, so we kind of shifted into, you know, helping people with COVID-19 rather, you know, than the travel industry. Um, I love so. it. And that's a great yeah. again, example of how to, how to pivot when problems come around. I keep using this word over and over again, that all the successful yeah. businesses I talk to, that's, that's what you, you've got to, you know, you're focused on travel. And if you just kind of shut your doors and say, I'm going to wait until travel comes back, then that's, that's a struggle, yeah. right? But now you yeah. can grow your business in a unique way and travel is going to come back, right? So that side of your business is certainly coming back, hopefully in you know, a short number of weeks here. But yeah, in the meantime, hopefully. grow it, spend your time growing something else. And then when it does, now you've got a, a whole new vertical for your business. That's, that's, great advice, a great example. And I think too, you know, a lot of people are thinking, well, do I even need to dress? I'm not, I'm not going to business meetings anymore, but we're all on zoom. We're still presenting ourselves and (laughs) maybe not your pants, but definitely your shirt. You got to get, you got to keep your hands out of your shirt. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. that's, that's great advice. So again, yeah, I encourage everyone, please visit Ari's website uh, to learn more about the product and, and hopefully place an order as well. Again, thanks Ari. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thank you for your valuable insights and for taking the time to share your story. Our audience of inventors, entrepreneurs, and product marketers will benefit greatly from what you've taught us today. For the listeners, go to their website to learn more. Also, be sure to check out harvestgrowthpodcast.com to see other episodes that we have recorded. And if you like this episode and you want to learn more about how you can profitably grow your consumer product business, please subscribe to our show and leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play. 